Good morning, everybody. Lee Brower here. Welcome to this week's edition of Meaningful Monday. I am grateful to be here. I am glad to be here. I am glad to get through last week. What a jam-packed week. Very meaningful, full of opportunities, full of challenges, full of gratitude. Saturday, I had the opportunity to um, attend a TEDx talk, uh, a session, and, or whatever they call it. But uh, nonetheless, I was there at the, as the guest of David York, who you've heard me talk about in the past. And if you haven't heard me talk about him in the past, I'm gonna, you'll hear me talk about him now and in the future. But a young attorney, if you will, has his own firm, but totally aligned with Empowered Wealth and its thinking, and he hit it out of the park. Now, this is something that I'm going to want every one of you to listen to. Uh, Lori leaned over to me during the uh, session, and she said, you must feel like a proud parent. <laughs> well, I don't know if I can take any kind of claim or credit, but we have had the opportunity of being able to work with him since he started in the business and watching him where he is now. He truly has a different mindset of any attorney that I've ever met. And uh, he's going to become a leader, and you're going to hear from him. Whether I share it with you or not, he's going to take off and spread like wildfire. So, uh, you know, that happened. Another thing that jumped out on me that I stayed focused on since the time that he mentioned this to me was from Mark. I've mentioned him before, a client of ours, a thriving client, what I call thrivers. Um, and Mark shared with me a conference that he was at last week where this, one of the speakers talked about those fortunate individuals of affluence that are born on third base and actually believe that they hit a triple. Now, you may have heard me say that in the past. I think it's actually in my, in my book, uh, The Brower Quadrant. Um, and and I'm, I, as I was going back reading, I just wanted a sidebar saying, as I was reading this again, um, back, way back in chapter 12, I'm going to recommend that if you have this book, go back and read chapter 12 if you haven't read it yet. It's full of good meaning around what we're going to be talking about just briefly today. So anyway, so the, but what was really insightful was, yes, they are born on their base. They were born with, you know, having this wealth, but not knowing how they got it. So they're born on third base. We got it. And what do they do? They, so, so many of them have the tendency then to move into scarcity. We got it. What do we do with it now that we got it? We can't lose it. Don't you be the one that loses great uncle's wealth that he created. So this immense pressure is on them to not lose it. But you know, this is at every scale. If you go all the way to the other end of the scale and you look at those coming out, kids coming out of the projects, they've had this attitude of entitlement that's coming from Uncle Sam. And their parents are saying, don't you be the one that, that, that breaks this chain that we've been getting. We've been getting this. We've worked hard over these years to be able to establish. We know how to work the system. Whatever it may be, but don't you be the one. So... How do we break these chains? Because when you wrap around, when you have that attitude of scarcity, no, you can no longer not only give, you're in that defensive mode, you're playing to not lose, you're not playing to win. How do we break that open so that you can not only give, but you can receive as well? Because like this, you can't do either. So it all begins, if I could say in one word, if you ask me, Lee, what was one word? If you could say it, that would allow family true wealth, the things that matter most with a family, to be able to move from one generation to the next, what would that one word be? And I would tell you it's gratitude. Absolutely, uncategorically gratitude. Because when you take gratitude out of the equation, when you have that spirit of entitlement, isn't gratitude being grateful, generous, have that spirit of gratitude the opposite of entitlement? Isn't it the opposite of being born on third base and wrapping your arms around it? So that's the first step. Now we're going to talk about more about that on future Meaningful Mondays. But it starts there. You know, um, Seth Godin, 
Ron sent me a, a recent uh, video of a, of, a, of a keynote that he had given this year. And in that, he quoted some statistics that I found very interesting. And it has an impact on us and, and others as well. But it was given, uh, there was a study done with 650 high school students out of Rochester, New York. Rochester has the perfect demographic. It's, it's, a, it's a mirror demographic of what we have in the United States. Here's what one of the questions that they asked them. So they asked them, if you could be anything you want when you grow up, you can be the CEO of five choices, CEO of, G, of a major company like GE. You could become a Navy SEAL. You could become a U.S. Senator. Or you could become the president of a major university like Hale, excuse me, like Yale or Harvard. Or you could become the secretary to a celebrity, a musician, a star. Which of these five would you choose? Now, you can ask your own self that question. What do you think your kids would choose? 43% of them chose to be the secretary to a celebrity. Now, his response to that was, why? Why would they choose that? Because they could get all the celebrity and the fame and all the credit without having to take any of the responsibility. It doesn't take much training or much effort to bring somebody a cup of coffee or to follow up and make sure they tend to these kinds of things. But it's not stretching out. It's not that growing. They can stay within the circle of this and then kind of get along without having to contribute. Well, that is part of the attitude of scarcity. It is a choice that our young people are being faced with at all levels. It's a choice that we're looking at in our companies. This last week, I worked with three separate companies on succession that have to deal at one level or another with future generations having that attitude of entitlement, not knowing how, not understanding how to undo their arms so that they can contribute and they can receive. And receiving and connecting is so important, and they tend to put it off because I've arrived. I don't need that. They've got to open up and they've got to receive so that they can give. Now, there's so much more to be said about this, and I hope to be able to address it in future Meaningful Mondays because I think we're on to something that I think you'll find very, very, very interesting. To close with, let me just say this. There's a Sanskrit saying that says that he who allows one day, he who allows his day to... to okay, let me, let, me, let me get it straight. He who allows... His day to pass by without practicing generosity and enjoying life's pleasures is like a blacksmith's bellows. You know, bellows, it breathes, but it does not live. So when we practice, when we go through a day without practicing generosity, without looking outside of ourselves, without the arrows moving out, without us peeling the arms back and actually giving and sharing, then we're like the bellows. We breathe, but we do not live. So each day, my challenge for you for the next seven, be conscious, very conscious about each day and how to breathe life into each day through generosity and enjoy life's pleasures. I'll talk to you next week. Have a meaningful week.